0: What's up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan Podcast. So today, we have Joe Bauer on the mic. Joe is the founder and CEO of the Get Better Project, and he's also a certified fitness trainer. Joe is here to talk with us today about three simple habits that will help boost your productivity. I brought him on to talk about this because this is a specific, really, training that's helped me to overcome my productivity barriers. So with that, Joe, let's hop right in, man. All right, Joe, so tell us one thing about yourself that most people don't know.
1: Well, I have lived in a van for the last two years, traveling around to almost all of the U.S. national parks, and for the last few months, chasing powder in Colorado, Utah, and let's see, Wyoming for the most part which is where all the best snow is if people know where we're from. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I grew up in Seattle. So we have something that's called like the concrete powder up there, which is like, they get a ton of snow, but if you're a snowboarder or a skier, you know, you got to keep your border tip up on that snow or you will face plant yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know that one well. We
0: sometimes get that here in Idaho too. You're like, oh, this will be great. And then you, you nose dive and it's, yeah, it's not fun. Yep yourself out of four foot deep snow. Absolutely, (laughs) That's awesome, man. Well, so Joe, let's dive in a little bit into your business journey, how you got to where you're at now. Mm -hmm. And the cool part, and I want to kind of caveat this for you. You're not living in a van because you have to, you're living in a van out of choice, right? You're on this like crazy road trip.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't like to, you know, boast too much but it is a very nice Mercedes converted van with an indoor and an outdoor shower we've got a toilet we've got sink refrigerator running water hot cold water Although we've frozen our pipes a few times in the winter, I'm going to have to figure that one out. But, yeah, it's nice.
0: <laughs> That's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. people are like, why did you bring a homeless guy on there? And it's like, no, it's, <laughs> this, this guy is a lot cooler than he makes himself sound. So <laughs> <laughs> even though traveling the U.S. in a van is pretty awesome. So so give us a little bit of, of your background, Joey, and how you got to where you're at now.
1: Yeah. So I basically went to college and didn't know what to do. I was a baseball player in college and that led me to, all right, I know how to work out. There's an exercise science degree. Let's go ahead and do that because I have no idea what I'm going to do. And exercise science is fun. You know, maybe I can be a personal trainer. Went down that personal training route quite a few years ago. Shoot, it's been about 20 years now. And there wasn't a lot to do in that exercise science field other than personal training. So I went down that road, owned a personal training business in San Diego for a while. I've had one, a small one in Seattle, and then had a pretty lucrative one in New York City. And that essentially, eventually 20 years later led me to doing what I do online as an outlet to reach more people. So I always felt like I was hitting the ceiling as a personal trainer, even though I was able to make good money, charge a lot, whatnot, but I couldn't reach enough people. I could maybe work with, you know, 20 people at a time and give them all of my effort, but how was I going to turn that into actually making a change for what I felt like was a system that was broken, meaning the health and fitness system in our education, uh, you know, world as you will. So I wanted to get online, do more with podcasting, do more with sharing what I was doing with my workouts and educate people as much as possible. And like I said, 20 years later, you know, wishing that I would have done it 20 years ago, um, <laughs> I now have the Get Better Project, which is my online at home training program. <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. So the Get Better Project, let's talk about that a little bit and, and what that's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I've been a, like I said, a coach for about 20 years. I've done all kinds of stuff, multiple Ironmans. I've been a competitive CrossFit athlete. I've done 10 or so ultra marathons. I I really practice what I preach and I love it and I love teaching it. And the Get Better Project, when we move in moved into the van, was a way for my fiance and I to take what we were doing and give it to people in a way that was not very complicated. So we each have two dumbbells, a kettlebell, and some bands. And that is it. And we've spent two years being in phenomenal shape. We're actually right now getting ready to do a one of the hardest marathons in the United States called the Leadville Trail Marathon. So the program you can take it as far as you want to. I, I scale it from level one to level five and you need just a couple pieces of equipment or no equipment at all. And you can do it, you know, right as you roll out of bed. So That's that's just accessible is what I'm trying to make it. Well, and and I love, and
0: when we were talking about this before the interview, what I really appreciate about it was, you know, if if you could see Joe, I shouldn't do this as a video. You're ripped, right? (laughs) He's like, yeah, you know, (laughs) but uh, you know, two dumbbells, a kettlebell and straps. And most people who've you know attained a level of fitness are like, Oh yeah, you have to have a gym membership or an in-home gym in order to even, you know, be able to compete in on a a higher level um and so i really love that that really bases i mean really in your core founding principles which are the habits and the lifestyle changes right and let's i kind of want to delve into that piece because the fitness piece is just one piece of the puzzle right and you've obviously focused your life on helping people work on those habits so let's talk a little bit about that
1: yeah, absolutely. I'm a huge advocate for that. And as we talked about a little bit before the interview, my philosophy is that you find people that you, that are doing what you want to be doing. So if you want to get in shape, I could be some of that, one of those people for you where you're like, oh, I want to do what Joe's doing. So, you know, let's figure that out. And the habits that those people are doing is very important or the routines that they put into their life. For example, I, ha- I know I had a really busy day today. So I scheduled in my calendar, I'm a big advocate for scheduling things that you want to accomplish. I scheduled a workout for only 30 minutes before this is actually my, will be two of three podcasts for the day for me and phone calls and stuff. So it's a busy day, but I scheduled that 30 minutes and outside that I was going to do outside the van. And I did a 10 minute workout after warming up and cooling down. So about 20 minutes total and got a great workout that now I'm setting myself up for success for the whole rest of the day. And it didn't take a lot. You know, like I said, twenty minutes, and I know that that is going to get me the results that I need based off of my experience and whatnot. So those habits and putting those things into play just twenty minutes is not a lot, but it can be a huge difference.
0: Yeah, well, and that's a really good point. I mean I, and we were talking about this for the interview, you know it's it's really funny, especially as entrepreneurs, which is most people who listen to this podcast. I mean, one of the, the biggest problems that we have as entrepreneurs is saying, well, I, I still have time to work out or, or to like my, I have a schedule for business, but I, have, I don't have a schedule for anything else. And business has to take precedence over everything else. So what's kind of your, <laughs> your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so health and wealth is my, you know, coined term that I use a lot. Um, I do have some background as well. Like I I dabble in real estate investing just because I think it's a smart thing to do. Um, And one of those things with the people in those areas, which I try and learn from, you know, successful people there as well, is that you need to focus on your health and your wealth and that you're not going to get as much out of your life, even if you're a successful entrepreneur or business person, unless you are at your top or close to your top of your fitness level because you feel better, you look better, you have more energy. It's like you get to pour all of that into your business. And like I said earlier, it doesn't take much time. It's just about having that little habit in place that allows you to do it and knowing that you're doing the right thing by following or studying somebody that's done it before you. That's so awesome. We'll
0: see And I really love that, that you combine those two. I mean, the health and the wealth, because I I know for myself, I was one of those entrepreneurs saying, Hey, like, you know, I don't have time for this. I'm way too busy. And my wife and I said, my wife's way into fitness. And she's, she's like, you know, basically in a nice way, telling me I'm getting fat, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny that, that you're coming on the show at this time, because just two weeks ago, even I was like, you know what, I need to make a change. I need some more energy because my problem was I was just like tired all day. Uh And even just doing a workout every, like I've been doing it maybe three times a week, four times a week for the past two weeks, even just doing that, you know, nothing crazy, but that has been changing everything about my energy levels, you know, feeling so much, you know, and I had higher capacity right when I wake up, you know, I'm feeling ready to take on the day. And I guess my big problem is that three o'clock slump. I hit three uh-huh. o'clock and I'm just dead for three hours. Like totally not, <laughs> not productive. And so I've, I've started to work out during that time because I'm like, Hey, that'll help me reactivate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, hiring coaches or what have you to, to help with that. So, you know, I think that's really cool what you're doing with that and saying, Hey, it, it only takes 20 minutes a day, you know? Yep. So what are some of the other habits though, that you've, that you help people with as far as helping them to, to become you know, more healthy, more wealthy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So on the health side of things, that obviously fitness is not just working out, right? And with right. the Get Better Project, I try and it, take get, that Get Better principle to as far as... Th- my clients or the the members will let me. Right. So at once a week we'll go and we'll check in on people. And that means that, you know, we want to know how your sleep is. We want to know how your stress is. We want to know, are you doing your workouts? Are they feeling good? Do you have any bumps and bruises that you're dealing with? And we will dig into that as far or as much as we need to. And because you're a person, right? You're not just like somebody that needs to go work out. You have things that are coming in from all angles at you, whether that be family or friends or job or work. And that all contributes to, contributes to it, right? Like Josh, if you didn't sleep good, because you had, you know, some sort of stressful or presentation or something coming up for your business, then that's going to affect your workouts. That's going to affect your goals as it comes to like fitness. It's probably going to affect, you know, your family life as well. So it's this total encompassing thing. And I feel like, yeah, we, it, and, it, and I will admit it, it's a hard thing to focus on, right? Because we want to focus on, all right, I'm building my business. I'm building my business as my number one focus, my number one focus. But then we also have this life, you know, and a, the health that goes along with it and it contributes to it. But then we're thinking, well, I'm taking away from my business if I'm focusing on my health. So I try and, you know, kind of like, I've done a lot of Tony Robbins learning and you know, the circle that a wheel of life or whatever he has. So I don't usually present it to people, but I'm thinking about it in the background, you know, and when I'm asking people questions and that we should be thinking about, you know, all right, where are these deficiencies that I'm having? Because if you ignore a deficiency, whether it be your health or your nutrition or your sleep for long enough, then it starts to catch up with you. And if that happens, then it could potentially affect your business, right? Like if you have this 3 p.m. Lol, then that's affecting your business, right? But if you put a twenty-minute workout in there and crank yourself up, and then you know half hour later you're crushing again, yeah, then it's helping your business.
0: Yeah, well, that's that a great point. So you you brought up another question too. I mean, what? uh, How do you help people identify those deficiencies? Because I feel like a lot of times we just we're blind to what really is causing the problem.
1: You are so right, man. That's a great question, and. I am constantly trying to do a better job at that with myself and my coaches in the Get Better Project. When we ask people for these weekly reviews, so we just have a, a like I said, it, it's a question that is a bullet point thing. You know, how how are your workouts? How is your food nutrition intake? How is your sleep? How is your stress? And then we we just kind of dig into those as people rate them. So they rate all of those on a one to ten basis, and if there's something that seems like it's off, then we just ask more questions. And a lot of times we can get into that by asking questions because people don't necessarily, at least in my experience, check in with themselves often enough. So this allows me to help not only me to help people, but help people to help themselves because they're answering these questions and being like, oh, darn, I've only been sleeping five hours a night. I didn't even realize it. Like I'm feeling worn down. But now that we've I asked, got this question, I might have to look at that. and might have to make a change.
0: Yeah, really good point. What and one of the reasons I asked, I mean, so like as a coach myself, obviously I'm not a fitness coach, but I think this is where it kind of comes to in all areas. Is you know we're, we're pretty blind to where you know to our weaknesses. We think we know that we kind of know the big ones, right? The boulders that we're like, man, but it's not something that those are the sort of ones that you're like, hey, I've got to work on this over time. It'll it'll work its way out. Or it's like constantly oh, I'm fat, oh, I'm fat, oh, I'm fat. And then like never do anything about it, right? <laughs> Which yeah. is my problem. <laughs> but when, <clears throat> when you work with somebody, you know, like Joe or another coach, for any area of your life, really, it's, they can help you identify that. Because how many times, you know, in your own life where you're like, oh, if this person would just do this one thing, it would change their whole paradigm, their whole life, you know? But they don't realize that. And like, you have those exact same blind spots. So it's cool that you help work people through that. You know, what are, what are those big... You know, dysfunctions in their life, and and so when, what's kind of your first step that you walk everybody through when they're, you know, they've they've identified really where their weaknesses are? What's kind of your next step for helping them to overcome that?
1: Um, my goal is to ask what. Th- Basically just to ask them questions in order to figure out what is driving what they want to accomplish and through that, figuring out like what you just said, which is brilliant about like the figuring out what that blind spot is. Um, And I can't say that it's the same for every person. The conversation, even though we try and like create these systems and make it as systemized as possible so it's repeatable it always ends up being so different with each person and you know, somebody maybe had some like eating deficiency when they were younger and they're still leaning on that or, or, but I mean like a, you know, an eating disorder or maybe something that they didn't realize or even just that we aren't educated about health and fitness enough as we're growing up. You know, I constantly joke about how the education system taught me about, you know, us history but it didn't teach me how to eat correctly. And now, now you know, I, I, you know, went and learned about that myself, but a lot of people are paying for that. You know, you don't know when you go to the grocery store that's like, oh man, this one thing, you know, rice is going to be way worse for my body than let's say a sweet potato. Right. It all seems natural, but anyway, that's a little bit off topic, but yeah, it's a, it's completely different, man. I asked a series of questions, right. When I first get started with people, but it goes down a rabbit hole really quickly. And yeah. I, I'm, I try and be a good listener and then, <laughs> you know, take notes and, and come back and help people when they're not expecting it kind of a thing.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and I really like your perspective on that because they're really, I mean, you can kind of have a framework, okay. Like, hey, you know, our whole goal is to make sure they're healthy wealthy and wise right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh, your you know it's not your responsibility to make sure they're perfect in all those areas but you say hey let's let's identify what are your biggest you know, like you said that rabbit hole that you chase them down yep. you're really helping people address what's that biggest problem in their life and how do you work on that right
1: absolutely yeah So that's
0: super awesome. Well, so what would you tell the people who are struggling with setting habits? Um, I know there's, I've heard a lot of different like tactics that people have had about, you know, establishing new habits in your life, but what's, what's kind of your take on that?
1: Yeah. So I think that it's kind of like a multi-pronged approach, at least with, with all the years of trying to make people have a fitness habit or a nutrition habit. Um, and it starts off with me for people just scheduling it. So I'm like, all right, open up your calendar and try and schedule these particular things. That could even be as little as, all right, I'm just going to work out and that workout trickles down to everything else. Or it could be like, I'm going to eat breakfast at this time, lunch at this time, dinner at this time, snacks at these times. Um, or if it doesn't, you know, the other complete extreme is you hire someone like yourself or like me. And I've got certain clients that I will ping once a day. Wow. Uh, and I'll be like, you know, I've got a guy right now that pays me enough and I 2 p.m. every day. He's in Australia. And I say, hey, how'd yesterday go? And that's helped him over the last, I think we've been working together for like three or four, maybe longer now, four months um, to create this uh, exercise habit because he knows that I'm going to ask him about it. You know, and I feel like that's the the main major extreme. Um, but I'm also i v I've become a huge advocate of using um I, I have an iPhone, I use the reminders app for myself. That has been a huge habit creator for me. Like for, you know, posting on social media, I put in a little reminder and it becomes to the point where I don't need it anymore. But I feel like, you know, we've got to create these patterns to that become habits and none of us are perfect. So using tools and people and things like that to help us along the way, I believe is a, at least for me is a big help. Yeah. When, and there's actually kind of been this, this,
0: I guess, area of thought that a lot of people have been talking about recently in the, in the entrepreneurial space, you know, as you can have to break habits, Mm-hmm. Um, even good habits, sometimes, you know, keep yourself on your toes. That change is really good. Do you think that people should be focused on changing those around and adjusting habits or should they lock it in, have a schedule and never deviate?
1: I think this is a great thing to talk about because it, if, as it relates to fitness, I find people all the time, they get a great fitness habit. And then when I start talking with them, they're like, I'm not reaching my, my results that I want and whatnot. And I find out they've been doing, they've created a great habit, but their habit is also to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. And they're getting the same result over and over and over and over again. And our bodies, unfortunately, adapt in, you know, for using this fitness example. So the results start getting less and less and less. So I think that in this particular topic, breaking habit is a great idea. And you kind of have to do this dance of like, I'm breaking my habit, but I still have almost like an overlying habit. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. so it's like the core habit. And then you
0: adjust what you do within that habit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you still want to work on your business every single day or, you know, however many days a week that you want to, but the things within it have to change in order for you to continue growing to that next step. That's a
0: cool way to think about it. I've been, I've been struggling with that one. That's been a question for me that I'm like, well, how are you supposed to ever succeed if you don't have habits? And, but like, they're, they're saying you can't succeed unless you break habits and, and have change in your life. And,
1: and oh man. and, 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 and the, the question I have too is like, how long do you continue to keep a certain habit and know whether or not it's moving you forward? Because some things will take, you know, you got to keep pounding on it for six months and then you get a breakthrough. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
0: so. I did some coaching with Jesse Itzler. Um, he's like that cool. billionaire guy. I don't know if you've ever met him. Really awesome guy. Highly recommend it as a coach. But he's, uh, what was really interesting, he was telling us a story about how, The, when he, one of his good friends, every time that he gets to the point where he's comfortable, he does something ridiculous. Like he'll, um, he'll literally just up and move and, or like, you know, sell off his cars or something or something that's just crazy. And you're like, wow, that's a big lifestyle change, you know, like quit his business or whatever, but he's lived a very successful life because he's taken, you know, and, and adjusted, but I bet you he still has those underlying habits you know that
1: but. Yeah, I mean we could say that like him being, you know, uncomfortable is a habit, right? That he continues to
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he made a habit of getting out of habits. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a terrible cycle, man, but uh <laughs> it creates a loop in your head. Um, does. That's so awesome. Well, so what are some of the other lifestyle habits that you would you would recommend people pursue outside of fitness? To help them become more successful,
1: I have a I have something that's worked for me really well in the past. That I got, I remember who I got it from. It may have been a book that I read. But I have themed days for my work, and what that means is that, for example, Monday is my social day. So, like, I work on social media, work on you know whether or not I need to be posting things up, or working with people that are doing social media for me. That's I try and continue to focus just on that one thing on that particular day. Um, Tuesdays right now has been kind of like uh, a hit or miss day. Wednesday is a um, technical editing type of day or like coming together with like the, uh, putting together the products that I have um, working on right now, so that right now it's a lot of podcasts that I'm trying to put together or videos that I'm editing. That type of thing happen on Wednesday. So, like for example, in our van life, we that's the day I need to have fast internet because I'm probably going to be uploading a lot of things that I don't want to do over my phone network. I, you know, I'm looking for like Whole Foods or Starbucks or places I can find fast internet with. Um, Thursday is my creative day, so that means that I'm going to be recording or writing or whatever it needs to be on the on the docket for that particular day. Um, and then I don't work. We try and take Fridays and Saturdays off uh, as much as we possibly can to snowboard or whatnot. And, and then um, Sunday is my programming day. So I do all of my fitness programming for the Get Better Project on Sundays. And I've had great, great success with this. Um, I have a buddy that I do some infrequent masterminding with. And it's an incredibly successful real estate investor that also has, has had success with this particular style of, of work. And, um, I don't know about you, but as an entrepreneur at heart, I tend to have the shiny object syndrome where if something flies by me, I'm like, Oh, I want to do that. So this, (laughs) this is the only thing that's really helped me to stay on point more than not. Awesome. So That's really cool.
0: That was a really good tidbit. I, I'm going to apply that. So we're, we're at a point in our business where I'm trying to start, um, you know, outsourcing a lot of pieces of it and everything, but I've got to choose, you know, my tasks because part of my problem is I just do whatever needs done during the day. And I've yeah. known that's been an issue because it puts me in a reactive state, right? A defensive state. So that's a really good, that was a good
1: uh, piece of advice there. I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to apply that one. Yeah. I'll see if If nothing else. I got something out of this, Joe.
1: Nice. Yeah. If I can remember what the book is or where I got it, I'll send it to you, but I can't remember what it is right now.
0: It almost sounds like a four hour work week type book. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out. Anyways. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, Joe, before we sign off though, I do want to let you kind of pitch a little bit on your, on your, um, to get better project because I think it's super awesome. That's the reason we had you on in the first place. And, and thank you so much for all the wisdom you brought on here, but give us you know, one final call to action on the get better project. And yeah, for sure.
1: And I appreciate you having me on uh, get better project is designed for anybody that wants to do online at home training programs with somebody like myself that can help coach you through whatever you need to be done. We produce one through five level workouts per day, meaning one is like, you don't need any equipment at all. You've not really worked out for the last few years. You just need to get yourself moving all the way up to five, which is kind of like a competitive full gym or full home gym style of, of training program program. program, no holds bar. We get most of the people that are kind of in the in-between from like the two to three range. Um, and like I said, it's completely based off of what my fiance and I do on a regular basis to stay in what we feel like is fantastic shape. And we could get into that even further about like how we do blood testing with inside tracker and are on top of all these crazy biomarkers all the time. But that's probably for a time for another podcast. Um, but if anybody's interested in it, I love uh, questions. I love um, for you guys to check it out. It's just the And you know, my goal is to help as many people as I possibly can right now. I think that this is the avenue that I'm able to best do that. So if I can help in any way, love to chat with you. Awesome. So that's the
0: So I will actually post a link to that in the description as well. And Joe, before we, part ways though, what's your final piece of guidance? The last piece of guidance that you can give to our audience here.
1: Find somebody that you want to be like and become as close or best friends with them as you possibly can. If that's Josh, if that's me, you know, get under our skin and be our friends. And we, that is the best advice that I can give for you to, you know, start becoming that person. I'm a huge fan of the, you know, you are the five people that you hang around most. So hang around those people. I love that. Well, Joe, thanks so much for coming to the show today, man. Yeah, we, I appreciate it a lot, Josh. Thank you. The number one needle mover
0: in my business is joint venture partnerships. Growing a following can be time consuming and frustrating. For that reason, we created the Tribe of Titans, the world's first joint venture matching platform. Using this free platform, you can find guests for a podcast, YouTube channel, or Facebook group, or you can promote your brand, product, or service in one simple place. You can create your free account at tribe.theluckytitan.com. Once again, that's tribe.theluckytitan.com.